0: and enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks.
1: Well, hello, and good afternoon from a very cold Indianapolis. I leave at 85 degrees this morning, and it's 24 degrees, for goodness sakes. So here we are. I really slipped in to check up on these guys to see how much they would talk about me since I wasn't here.
2: So what can I say? I did, I did warn you about that cold weather yesterday, though, Bill.
1: Yes, you did. So we got a busy, busy show, and I'll probably be in the way for some of it because... I'm still doing updates and fixes on the computer and the network and the legend just to get things working since I've been back. But take it away, Chris. And Perry, what time do you think you want to run the bowl thing?
2: Um, I would bet somewhere probably around maybe 45 after. Be prepared about that time.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha.
3: Quarter or five Eastern. Okay, yep. everybody, welcome to Sports Lounge Live. It is December seventh, two thousand twenty-one. And it's uh, show number 172. And, of course, one thing we need to think about today uh, is the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. And, of course, none of us were alive for Pearl Harbor, but it's something we've heard about from our parents. And I know my mother told me stories. That she, it was a warm day around here. She was down the Cape with a friend and came back. She didn't know until she got back about it and so forth and so forth. But, you know, it's the that generation's uh, Kennedy assassination or nine eleven or whatever you want to say. And, and uh, you know, we certainly... Think of how the country united and did what it needed to do and uh, got the job done and very proud of uh, everybody in World War II, uh, all, the, all the veterans and all the people who gave their lives and you really think about that on a day like this. So anyway, so what's going to happen on this show? Well, you heard, uh, we'll talk about that bowl thing in a minute, but first of all, we're going to go through the panel and everybody is here and then we're going to, including Bill, we didn't think he would be, but he is. Then we're going to do um, the deaths, we've got five of those, NFL, college football, Base- uh, baseball, uh, NBA, uh, college basketball, NHL, and then we've got some miscellaneous stuff. We've got a little horse racing. We've got a couple of, uh, tell you about a couple of finals and a couple of leagues that are coming up and so forth. So anyway, I guess I'll start with my panel thing. And Well,
4: before, Chris, before you get to the panel, we want to mention uh, for those of you that are able to listen right now on your phone app or your computer, if you have friends or if you've been trying to get in on The Legend or any other thing, it is an Amazon Problem and apparently there's also with Google and they their technicians are working on it. So when we talk about the podcast, you know those people uh, encourage them to hey they can download podcast if it doesn't get fixed today. So just you know let them know it's not you. Believe me, I've found out the hard way. I've been messing mm-hmm. with it. It's not you. It's it's the deal with Amazon
3: and Google, though. So. Right. Yeah. And to remind people, we're speaking on Tuesday afternoon. So if uh, you hear this on Thursday morning, don't think your uh, miss A is not working or anything of that sort. We're talking on Tuesday, so hopefully they okay. should have it all settled. You know, everybody listens at different times. So anyway, so the panel. I think it's obvious what I'm going to talk about. The Patriots. They are now the number one seed. We'll talk about the game and you know the whole NFL picture in a little while. But I think what it what it makes me. Feel feel like is they are legitimate contenders. You know, I, I can give reasons for any of the four, top, you know, top seeds in the AFC going to the Super Bowl. And Patriots certainly have their reasons that they can go. Uh, and even the the secondary teams might get get hot and go. The AFC is very wide open. But the point, the fun part is, and it reminds me of a couple of seasons with the Celtics when uh, you know you you lost Bill Russell and you say, Oh my God, we're never going to win again. I don't know, this is going to be terrible. Then you got Dave Cowens, and a couple years into his career, the 71-72, Two season. They had a great year. They got knocked out in the Eastern Finals, but you knew from then on they were going to be contenders. And then, of course, they went down again, and then Larry Bird came. And you say, okay, well, well we got another run coming. And yes, 79-80 season was a good one. Again, losing in the Eastern Finals. So that's the point. You've got a quarterback. You've still got a great coach. Maybe not the best general manager, but uh, there's, there's a run coming. And and uh, it's great to be at the beginning of a run instead of saying, well, when is this magical mystery tour going to end with Tom Brady? So it's kind of nice to be on the upside of this and it, it just makes you feel good to go in and win a game like last night. So here is Rick Swan, still not on the promo, but still in our heart. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh,
1: it been kind of a quiet week and ready to have a small Christmas party this Saturday. We're going to invite Chris, and we're going to have some interesting people, too. Um, <laughs> <but they're laughs> yeah. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. We don't know any interesting people except for you guys. So if you guys can make it here by Saturday, you're all invited. That's right. Um, it's
3: going to be 60 uh, degrees here, they tell us Saturday. It's, at it. it's yeah. going to be very Christmassy.
1: Uh, Red Sox reacquired Jackie Bradley Jr. this week, um, hit 163 last year. So that's that's a great pickup, I guess, trade him for a guy who had 30 home runs and 100 RBIs. <laughs> um, the Giants, uh, the Giants um, this week they may have Jake Frome as quarterback. If I guess Daniel Jones is seeing a neck expert today. If, if he can't come back and Glenn can't come back from a con- uh, concussion, that's what we're going to have. But it's a good week for uh, all we now is playing out the string and for the draft picks and both the Giants and Bears a lot. So that's good. Uh, one stat I heard this week that, that amazed me—I wanted to bring up um, Matthew Stafford, who I've always been kind of a fan of. His lifetime record against winning teams is nine and seventy. That is crazy. I mean, yeah, and I know up until this year he's with the Lions and they were always terrible. But Daniel Jones with the Giants—they're terrible—and he's got three wins this year against teams with. Uh, winning records, so you know all those years nine and 70 that's that's ridiculous yeah uh, but he gets another chance this monday night against arizona which could be the best game of the weekend so uh on to a guy who's always got a winning record in everything he does how are you doing perry
2: i am really good rick uh i keep forgetting this guy's name chris and i know you'll remember but uh, congratulations to the lions and uh, dan miller and who's his analyst uh uh Lomas Brown. Yes, Lomas Brown is his analyst. They are there, and they're very good. And you, they were really had some fun on Sunday when that game came down. Oh yeah, uh, Paul Allen. Not so much. He said that might have been the first time he ever thought about saying the F word on the air. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the I congr-
3: thought a couple of those missed field goals brought him close
2: uh, this I, year. But yeah, then, uh, but yeah, congratulations to the Lions on their first win. uh The Hawkeyes, as all of you know, they um, uh-huh. stunk up the joint Saturday night in the in the uh, Championship game of the Big Ten and basketball in the Big Ten, they haven't done much better. They have lost their first two conference games. This is why you play teams before you get to your conference schedule. This is why you don't just play a whole bunch of nobodies and, and beat them by 30, 40, 50 points. Because then you're ready for these close games and how they're going to come out. But uh, by next Wednesday, for those in the Midwest here in Iowa, we, are, we were 24 yesterday. But by next Wednesday, one of our local meteorologists said we are going to hit 65 next Wednesday. So, uh, Bill, you will feel like you are in Florida by the time we get to that. <laughs> and i don't think bill's I don't with us so robert lee's
3: where he's at. yeah i think he's uh, right. kind of planning to be around later i think yeah robert, uh,
5: i will uh, i will take over um it's been a it's been a good week around here except for my football team i'm thoroughly disgusted. Uh, um, i uh, i don't know what to say about them my hockey team's doing okay and, Hey, um, I, my warriors are they're, they're becoming the warriors again, and Clay Thompson's not even back. They're 20 and four, and he's not even back yet. I, I didn't expect such a good start out of them, but uh, wow, I'm, I'm really surprised by them, and uh, my boxing stuff is going well, so uh, you know everything is falling into place as far as upcoming fights are concerned, and I'll be talking about those when they're relevant. So anyway, let's see. Sean, you're next.
4: Well, it was 40 degrees this morning, but it's going to be 86 on Friday. It was, it's one of those La Nina years. We're going to have a record high temperature this day on Friday, but cool down Saturday. But anyway, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, we're a uh, fun day fighting with the Internet, and it wasn't even the Internet's fault, my Echo's fault. I was ready to throw her around. She mm-hmm. just shaped like a little ball, you know, just shaped because I was ready to throw her around. But anyway, a uh, couple of quick one one hit uh quick hit things out of here we'll get them out of the way uh the mls cup finals are set on saturday uh florida or uh, florida portland the portland timbers will be taking on new york city fc in portland and ironically austin the ex- was an expansion team this year uh, two of their wins were against portland so that's kind of funny they didn't win much but they won against portland
3: i think and, it's 3 p.m and-, and uh what channel is that on
4: uh, I think ABC. No, yeah, ABC. I think it's ABC. You're right. I think, I think yeah. it's yeah, ABC and Fox have the deal. So, will check the schedule in a minute when I have when I tell you what. Yeah,
3: I'm pretty sure it's ABC three p.m. Eastern. Yeah, Again, yeah New York. Great, this is the first great. time uh, New York has been in uh, the finals. I think.
4: Yeah, it is. And, and the the MLS, it, the season went later this year because it started in April because last year with the pandemic and everything running late, they pushed it back about six weeks. So next year they should be on there late February to having been done with the championship by late October uh, like normal. But also Canadian football, the uh, Grey Cup, Edmonton-Hamilton on Sunday. I think ESPN2 is going to be running that one. At 6 and, o'clock, yeah. Yeah, 6 o'clock Eastern. And, of course, uh, well, you know, we'll, 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 uh, Medina Spirit, we can throw that in with I guess with the to death. But, yeah, or whatever. Well, yeah. Yeah, we
3: can talk about it. Why don't we do it now? Yeah. Why don't we talk yeah, about yeah, Medina Spirit? Medina Spirit died. They're
4: saying allegedly a heart attack, but it was at Santa Anita. So we don't, yeah, Santa, it was at Santa Anita. So I don't know. Uh, and unfortunately Bob, that,
5: and Bob unfortunately Bassett that. And Santa Anita together. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately that track is, uh, it used to be one of the best in California, and now it's becoming one of the worst. It, and Medina the last Spirit. Th- yeah. Medina Spirit
4: is
3: still listed as a Kentucky Derby winner.
4: So.
3: Yeah. It's Winnipeg so. and Hamilton that are playing. I just, I didn't yeah, and right. I looked it up. Winnipeg and Hamilton. Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Not, and Hamilton. Yeah, and that's a, a rematch from two years ago. They played and uh, Winnipeg won it. And the last time Hamilton won a great cup it was 99. So, uh, yeah. And it's in yeah. Hamilton. It's not in Hamilton because of uh, home field advantage. They rotate the, the uh, it's in different places. It just happens to be in Hamilton this year. It's not because of right. uh, home field or anything. But, so,
4: right. But anyway, uh, by the way, you can call. Into the show, uh, you can download the Zoom app or dial 646 876 9923 and then enter 287 723 4600. Hit the pound key twice on your phone, uh, star six, star nine, raise your hand on the phone, alt Y on the computer, the more key on the app. Come in on any of those ways. You can contact us throughout the week if you're listening on the podcast, 773 572 7715 or sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. Or 800-693-0595, option two stands for Sports Lounge Live. Yeah, we're going to play the ball schedule in a minute, but it, but if you miss it and you want to go back and check out stuff, or you want to find out other other news, highlights on the desk, sports scores, schedule, all that, go to 712-432-3642, and board nine is the Sports Lounge board, and board thirteen is the schedules board. The The Bulls are up there, so we'll play them, but, you know, and you can find out that stuff on Sunday and Saturday to make sure on all the times, all the schedules, all the leagues, now that everybody has their Braille schedule, they're all
3: up there. So anyway, let's get on with the show. Okay, well, first we start, we have five deaths this week. They're all interesting in their own way, I think. Don Demeter, uh, 86 years old from Oklahoma City. Yeah, he played uh, center field, mostly a center fielder. Played a couple games for the Dodgers in '56 in Brooklyn. Then he was with the LA Dodgers '58 through '61 the Phillies in 61 through 63, the Tigers 64 through 66, the Red Sox 66 and 67 and Cleveland 67. He won a World Series with the Dodgers in 59. It's uh 265 163 home runs, 564 RBI and uh and he ran uh the Oklahoma City Minor League team for many years, it started in, in 73. And he was the first uh, Dodger to ever hit three home runs. He did that on the uh, 21st of 59. And also, he was traded for two really good pitchers, one Hall of Famer and one very good one. When he was traded from the Phillies to the Tigers – um, the Phillies got back Jim Bunning, and when he was traded from the uh, uh, Tigers to the Red Sox, the Red Sox sent the Tigers Earl Wilson, who was also a very good pitcher. So, you know, that's kind of a, a distinction. Lamar Hoyt, 66 years old. He went to uh, college at South Carolina, then he signed with the White Sox. He was with the White Sox from 79 through 84. The Padres, 89 through 86. He was all-star, 85. Cy Young in the American League in 83 and led the uh, league in uh, wins in 82 and 83 in the American League. His record was 98-68, a 3.99 ERA, but he had to leave baseball because of drug abuse, numerous arrests, Arrest, etc., and he died of cancer. So that was kind of a, a petering out ending to his uh, to what could have been a promising career. He didn't really play that long. When you think about it, Darlene Hard. This is one of these names that I, one of the first names I remember in sports when I started to follow a little bit in '57. 85 years old from from Los Angeles. Uh, three Grand Slam uh, women's tournaments. Uh, in singles, the 60 French Open, the 60 U.S. Open, and the 61 uh, U.S. Open. And he lost in 57 at Wimbledon to Althea Gibson, who was the first black player to ever win a Wimbledon. So that was kind of a a noteworthy thing. Uh, Let's see, 18 doubles championships, 13 women's and five uh, mixed doubles and she at the various times was the number two women's uh, tennis player, so that's uh, she had quite a career. We have uh, Claude Humphrey, 77 years old, went to college in Tennessee State. He was picked third in the 68 draft. That's the one with O.J. and Leroy Keyes, and he was picked by the Atlanta Falcons. He played for them 68 through 78. And then Philadelphia, 79 through 81. Uh, He missed the 75 season because of a knee injury. Unofficial 130 sacks. They didn't really start to keep the sack until after his career. And he was in six Pro Bowls and he was the rookie of the defensive rookie of the year in 68, and he's in the uh, Tennessee State Hall of Fame, the Falcons Hall of Fame, and the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, and Bill Glass, 86 years old, um, he went to college at Baylor, offensive lineman for there, but he, then he was the 12th pick in the 57 NFL draft. Interestingly, he decided to go to Saskatchewan instead of playing the NFL right away, but then uh, in NFL from went to uh, let's see, if he was with the Lions for 58 through 61, Cleveland Browns 62 through 68, pro Bowls, 62 through 64 and 67 uh the championship in 64 for the browns and he worked in prison ministries uh, starting in 72 so that was uh he was a good ball player all right so now we can move on to the today's stuff which is the nfl the first game we have is dallas over new orleans 27 17 it's the first time new orleans has lost five games in a row in the sean payton era which began in 2006 So, which is also the Drew Brees era that has a lot to do with it, but the many injuries too. But anybody comment on that one? Uh, not right. Really. Kasem
1: Hill, um, he put up some good stats,
3: but but actually
1: a game goes. He, he, threw, four he threw four interceptions. He threw four
3: interceptions. And
1: Cowboys
4: yeah. tried to give it away, too. That, yeah, they tried yeah. to give that game away.
3: And they didn't play real well either, but they, they got it done. It was really – it didn't seem like it was ever – I was close for most of the time. It didn't seem like it was in doubt. Uh, Tampa Bay beat Atlanta 30-17. to 17. Brady threw four touchdowns to Gronk and threw for 368 uh, yards. <laughs> And uh, 51 so passes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you yeah out 38, 38 out of
5: 51,
3: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The opposite of the Patriots, which we'll get to later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arizona beat Chicago 33-22. to 22. Uh, Murray, Kyler Murray back after the bye and the injury. Two uh, throws and two runs for him, so he seems to be back in good form. <laughs>
2: yeah. And, they and, and Andy, Dalt- Andy Dalton did not play very well again. No. No, no, what's the did. story on Fields? Is he going to be back soon or what? Uh, he's week-to-week think- week with rib injuries. No. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Well, they usually put him in the old flak jacket, don't they? And just have him get out there. I don't know.
2: Well, I, I think the Bears would, in all honesty, they would yeah. rather take it easy with him. Yeah. I guess,
3: but I think Nag- Nagy has have, probably has given up his job. You know, probably knows yeah, he's, he's not back. coming back anyway. So, yeah. you know,
5: him and him and Pace are gone. I think
3: now here's here are the two most inconsistent teams in the league got a chance to meet each other the other day and of course everybody <laughs> got the result they did not expect because the chargers went into cincinnati and beat the bengals 41 to 22 bengals were behind 24 to nothing got it back to 24 22 and then Mixon fumbled i think it was kind of knocked out and then a scoop and score kind of thing and uh but the char- <laughs> naturally we all expect the chargers to lose they won we all expect the bengals bengals to win uh yep. the chargers came off a horrible game against denver the bengals came off a great game against the steelers so naturally the chargers won one.
2: And right. Joe Burrow has <laughs> a broken pinky finger, but they expect he'll be able to play.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the game we were talking about earlier with the Lions, Detroit beat, beat Minnesota 29-27. And I, I'm going to try this and we'll see. Amonra St. Brown, I think is what we're talking about, the guy who caught the ball. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I've been checking the – that's the way Miss A said, uh, Amonra. So, it, uh, you know, with the that, last that's second
6: –
2: Dan, Dan, Dan Miller second. and Lomas Brown just—they just call him Saint Brown.
3: That's yeah. But uh, no, it's good for the Lions. The you know, Lions fans—I actually know somebody who was at that game, and uh, some of you guys know him too. Uh, Irish Mike was there, and uh, you know it was a—it was a fun game uh, to win, and for the Vikings, it really puts them behind the eight ball. We'll get to that later. But boy, they're in trouble now. It's amazing uh, my, the way their games end. It's crazy. Every yeah. game. Yeah. I don't. I think this is that the last, first last. We've had many 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 field goals and other things. Is that the last second first last second touchdown this year? Though seems like it to me. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. It could. I mean, it, it could be. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, we've had something in overtime, but yeah. Yeah, but the, for the end of the, the regulation, that's yeah. where the real yeah. uh, drama yeah. is. Okay, Rick, you'll have to talk about this. You were the only person in the country to watch Miami beat the Giants <laughs> twenty to nine, and uh, what? What? Anything interesting in that? that game just and you a, said we already a, had very, another injury yeah again a yeah.
1: very boring game i mean glennon was even worse than daniel jones um two was playing pretty well but he's, he's throwing a lot of short passes i think mm. he had like yeah he, he had something like 30 30 completions this week for a total of 240 yards but he's <laughs> but he's he's controlling the game you know and the Waddle yeah. looks pretty good That and that miami's defense is playing really well
3: Mhm. Okay. Yeah, five in a row. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, they do and they've they've gotten themselves back into the playoff mix. Uh you know, I mean, they're not that far out so they're going to be mentioned when we run down obviously we do the whole things but then we run down where we're looking at the playoffs and uh, they they will be mentioned this week. The and Eagles has the, been a big difference since Jason Garrett got fired. <laughs> yep.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. The Eagles beat the Jets 33 to 18. 12 and 0 for the Eagles over the Jets now in history. Now they play exhibition games and that doesn't count. All the games it's probably the only Team in the NFL that hasn't beaten another team, you know, another team or is undefeated against a team in all these years. 33 18, Gardner Minshew, and it was funny because, um, uh, oh, I can't think of his name, the Eagles announcer. Uh, oh, wow. saying, Merrill Reese. Merrill Reese. Merrill. Uh, he, yeah. uh, Minshew threw his first uh, touchdown pass, and Merrill Reese in his Dallas says, and now a quarterback controversy will begin back in Philadelphia. <laughs> and he just, yeah, was, he was being goofy, but Minshew didn't play badly, you know? No, so, uh,
1: and the funny thing is, his stats were almost identical to his first
3: stat in Jacksonville. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. We had the Colts beating Houston 31 to nothing. Houston just, uh, you know, I don't know, they just uh, weren't there. I mean, even Taylor didn't get anything done. Usually okay. he does. Tyrod, I mean, but Jonathan did. He had uh, 143 yards and two runs, rushing touchdowns. Ten, uh, ten games in a row, he done uh, had a touchdown or more. Yep. And 16 uh, for the Colts that ties the Colts record for the most touchdowns in a season. You know, it, it
1: may be too late, but in, in that screwy AFC, uh, Indianapolis is a team now. I don't think I would want to play.
3: No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, the football team beat the Raiders uh, 17 to 15. Robert.
5: Yeah. Well. Uh, I I don't know what to say about this team. We get off the pitiful starts. Um, you know, Washington runs down the field immediately, makes it seven to nothing. Then our defense, like, oh, we're actually playing a game here, <laughs> and uh, they pretty much shut them down for most of the most of the rest of the game. Uh, they had to work for their other ten points, and our our offense is just. Uh, I mean, you all seen what happened on Thanksgiving. We we came out. We had great plays, and uh, hey. we, tore, we we tore apart the, the Cowboys defense and and whatnot. And like Sunday afternoon, like okay, we're home. We're just gonna take it easy. We'll win this game any any time we want. And it, it didn't work out that way. I yeah. uh, is uh, the Raiders are Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're gonna get, and. uh, I would have been more confident about this team if if they were seven and five, but now that they're six and six, and they got to go into Kansas City, I don't. I don't like the looks of our rest of our season now. You know. That's well,
3: all I can say. Okay. Uh, Rams beat Jacksonville 37-7. to Stafford threw three uh, touchdowns. And, uh, you know, he, as Rick said, that's his ninth win against a winning team. I mean, no. no I mean No, that, that's no. no, no that's Jacksonville. <laughs> no. He yeah. still only has nine. So he beats up on those guys is what the point is. So he, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know. But, you know, but he got off to such a good start. And, you know, he's been banged up. He's got a bad back and some other stuff, I think. So, uh, you know, I've heard. So I don't really know. In the crazy – this – I. You know? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Pittsburgh beat Baltimore 20-19, to 19, and I think this is all on John Harbaugh. This is ridiculous. Yes, yes it
4: is. Yep, you it know. is. Okay, here's the thing with this. All right, you got the best kicker in the league. Yeah. Probably one of the best of all time. Going to be a Hall of Famer. You know, he he can send you into overtime. And then if you get in overtime, if you stop them, he can get you a field goal from I mean, from the other end, zone. yards away or whatever, yeah, right. yeah, whatever. And you don't chance, you don't, t- you don't use him. You go for two, and you screw up. You gave that yep. game, John Harbaugh, to the Steelers. I'm sorry, you yep.
3: gave it. No, absolutely, and it's ridiculous. Yep. I mean, you're right, and it's not like okay. There's the old adage in baseball, which makes some sense. You know, go for the win. You know, tie on at home and win on the road because you don't get your last up. In the NFL, you're doing a coin flip. You, you know, there's no advantage, and the referees. If they bend over backwards to call a a game where they, you know, they have good security stuff. They aren't worried about getting killed like they were 20 years ago. They think they can get out of the stadium. You know, there was the old story about they used to talk about with the immaculate reception. Are we going to really say there was no touchdown here in Pittsburgh on this
2: (laughs) day? So, you know, the idea is, you know, just get the tie, extend the game, just like basketball. That's what you do. And here's the interesting part about it, though. The two point conversion should have been good. It was absolutely dropped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and how about, yeah. how about the guy
1: should have caught it? Yep. How about the excuse was that Marlon Humphrey, his best cornerback, got injured. He wasn't going to be able to come back. In fact, he's out for the year now. He, and he they're pretty there, low with yeah. uh, pretty down, pretty. Um, down pretty far in the secondary, you know, and the lot of is missing. So he was, he was afraid of overtime, but I mean, it's not like he was
3: facing the greatest show on turf here would still his offense. Oh, no, that's right. No, that's, that's silly. That's ridiculous. And you know, if you're, you're out of it, you know, if that was the lions. If the lions had done that the yeah. other day had to do that, I would say that's fine. You know, just going for the win and make it dramatic and, and go for it. But you know, cause what the heck you're going to get the number one pick anyway, you're contending for a playoff. spot, and now you've knocked yourself back where, you know, you had a chance to pick up ground on everybody in the division Instead, the Steelers picked up ground on everybody in the division. So there you, you know, go. in
1: general, I like to see the coach be daring, but but you know that Washington tried this last year, last year against the Giants, and it didn't. I don't remember it actually working at the end of a game.
3: Once in a while, it does, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Seattle beat San, <clears throat> San Francisco thirty to twenty three again. Like uh, you know, I mean, they're still in better shape because they've got that one less loss than like Minnesota, will be running all that down. Yeah. But thirty to twenty three, and they lost lost the game by I guess with the same end zone that they were going towards two years ago when. They, that is correct uh, stopped Seattle yes. and then Seattle stopped them with about an inch away or whatever. Uh, so
5: Kyle Kyle was not happy after the game. I, I can tell you that. He, you know, yeah. he was it was not nice sure to... to
1: have um it was nice to have some. We haven't had that many great games lately. And in the one o'clock window, all sure. we had, well, we had the Minnesota game because you're always at the yeah. Minnesota game. But at yeah, four right. o'clock, four o'clock, we had the four games come down to the last play. It was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And
3: then uh, Sunday night, Kansas City beat Denver twenty-two to nine. I told Rick on Sunday morning we were talking that I thought they'd kill him. They didn't kill him, but they there was really no doubt that they were going to win that game. No. Just, Kansas City you know. doesn't kill anybody anymore. Uh-huh.
1: It, it, this is crazy. Their defense looks great. Mm-hmm. The offense is still and it, and it seems like remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how I forget what game it was, but they had, they had scored like twenty two points or something, and we'd said, and I said, but they had like sixteen in the first quarter, and it seems this is the way they are now like Sunday night they they first drive they went right down the field and got a touchdown the yeah. rest of the game they get, the rest of the game they got a couple of field goals and a defensive touchdown it's like this new defense that everybody's playing against them where they play the deep safety so we can't go deep to hill it's like Mahomes is saying that you know in the first first quarter right, you know okay I'll take what they've given me, but then as the game goes on you know he he get, you know, he can't. He wants to challenge it. You
3: know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Know. Anyway, and the last game of a you know, it would this would have been, I don't know what people like. People like, uh, you know, people say they don't like low-scoring games, but this was intriguing because you had the wind oh, and everything. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was those games to to me are fun. You know, you had that game. It was game. a good
4: low-scoring game, I like. It was a no, good low-scoring I mean, game.
3: Low-scoring. I mean, you would have had, if, if things had been a normal weather night, you know, you would have probably had 34, 31 or something. And it would have been a good yeah. game, too, because they're a pretty evenly matched team. But the Patriots, you know, as usual, now they were running the ball all the time through Th- Through three quarters, then Buffalo did figure that out and they stopped him starting right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And then the Patriots, you know, could, couldn't pass. They only threw three t- three passes the whole game. I think it was two for three for 19 yards. Matt Jones yeah. and Mac Jones, and he that goes back to the snowplow game in 1982 when they threw Grover uh, threw five that's five passes. So yeah, in the, uh, the field goal came against Miami. 40, yeah,
5: 45 runs and three passes. That was
3: it. That's right. And yeah. so they, they they dominated on the ground. Buffalo, I will give them credit. They Allen got it going. But the Patriots generally contain Allen for the most part. Allen doesn't go crazy on them. Of course, they see him twice a year. And generally, they know what they're doing with Allen. And they stopped him big time down there at the end, you know, that uh, they, where they had to go for the field goal because Allen got sacked. And then, you know, and then they didn't get that. And then the Patriots stopped him again. So it was. It was really a good game, but I think any of those top four teams—the Patriots, Baltimore, Tennessee, and Kansas City—can go to the Super Bowl. There's no. I can. You know, the scenario for the Patriots' defense. Kansas City is playing better. Than, yes, they're winning these games. Tennessee is probably going to get Henry back, and Baltimore has been pretty good all year. So I think any of those four can go. You know, and, and as opposed to the NFC, where it, right now it looks like the Cardinals. You know, but we'll, we'll see about that. But uh, oh, anyway. What you, what you, I mean, I, what
1: I, I think the Packers and Bucks are both right there with the Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're not yeah. too far
3: behind. They're not too far behind. But I think those four are really, you know, and it, you know, it depends on if Henry can come back. That's the important thing. Yeah, that, you. yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so that's the uh, that's our NFL wrap up. But uh, it is nice to have the Patriots right there in the mix again, a number one seed in December. Oh my God, AFC East. We have Patriots at nine and four, Buffalo seven and five, Miami six and seven, the Jets are three and nine. AFC North. Baltimore eight and four could have basically almost put this division away if they hadn't lost that game. Cincinnati seven and five, Pittsburgh five, the uh, six five and one, and Cleveland six and six. AFC South Tennessee 8 and 4, Indianapolis 7 and 6, Jacksonville 2 and 10, Houston 2 and 10, AFC West Kansas City 8 and 4, the Chargers are now 7 and 5, Denver 6 and 6 and the um um Raiders to- Raiders. Are Raiders. I wrote the Chargers twice. Again, I didn't want to even talk about the Raiders. Uh, NFC East: <laughs> Dallas eight and four, Washington six and six, Philadelphia six and seven, and the Giants are four and eight. In the North: Green Bay nine and three, Minnesota five and seven, Chicago four and eight, and Detroit one ten and one. Yay, Detroit got to win. NFC South: Tampa Bay nine and three, Atlanta five and seven, New Orleans five and seven, Carolina five and seven. So Tampa Bay hasn't won the division yet, but they're going to. NFC West: Arizona ten and two, the Rams are. Eight and four, San Francisco six and six, Seattle four and eight. So the way it breaks down right now in the AFC, Patriots are the one seed, and I don't know who two, three, and four are, but Baltimore is eight and four, and the Tennessee's, Tennessee's, yeah.
1: Tennessee's two, I'm, Baltimore's I'm, three, I'm, Kansas City's four.
3: Okay, yeah, and I they're died. all That's eight right. and four. Okay, yep. and then for the playoffs, we have Buffalo is the five seed at seven and five, along with Cincinnati. Well, there again, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Chargers. Are all uh, well, it, it, go, it
5: goes in that order, Chris. Buffalo, Cincinnati, and the Chargers.
3: Alphabetically and everything. That's yeah. great. <laughs> okay, and east to west. And so those are your playoff teams right now. But right here, Pittsburgh six five and one. Indianapolis seven and six. Cleveland six and six. Denver six and six, Miami six and seven. So those are all your contenders. Right so. about the
5: Raiders again,
1: and the Raiders, and at six Raiders six and six. again
3: at six and yeah. six. Yeah, For, or, I don't know why. Must, <laughs> I don't want to talk about them because I don't think they're going to be there. Do you, Robert?
5: <laughs> I know. I I, I I thought they were going to be there, but when you when you play like you play against yeah. a team like Washington on Sunday and basically yeah. not really put much of an effort, I, I don't think they're going to be there <laughs> now. <until laughs> and this this will be five years in a row that we've. We haven't been wow. there since 2016.
3: So okay, in the NFC, Arizona, of course, is number one, ten and two. Green Bay and Tampa Bay are nine and three, and I don't think they played each other, so I don't know who's uh-huh. two and three right now. Um, Dallas know. is four at eight and four. The Rams are fifth at eight and four as a wild card. Washington, six to six, San Francisco, six and six. So those are the teams that would be in. And then the ones that are on the verge, the Eagles are six at seven, Minnesota, five and seven, Atlanta, five and seven, Carolina, five and seven, New Orleans, five and seven. So there you go. Yep. So that's the uh, story with that. So it's still up in the air, but uh, it's re- And the Patriots don't play. And you'll see that in a minute. As I grab the schedule.
2: Be, while, you're doing now, that, while you're doing that, Chris, well, we do yep. have two calls, let's go to them first. Okay. Uh, Jamal. Uh, Right. Jamal is up first, and then Dick, you'll be up right after Jamal. So Jamal, oh, well, go we're ahead. We're gonna we're gonna hear about the Bears. <laughs> Hello,
7: folks. I hope all are well. Hi, Jamal. Hey Jamal. Okay. hey, Jamal. Couple things here. Well, the Bears game was a disaster. Andy's on four interceptions. Uh, turn out the lights. Pee on the fire. The Bears season is <laughs> over.
4: And, and, and as, and
7: as, now you're talking, you, just
1: talk just you
7: know, I think I think the Bears should just. They'll off just resting him for the, i r m for the rest of the year, getting him well for the new coach. I mean, the, the, Nagy can mess up a one-car funeral. He he ruined Mitch Trubisky. I don't want this clown playing Justin Fields for the anytime this else this year with bruised ribs. He, you know, I don't <laughs> I don't have the confidence that this fool could uh, handle Justin Fields. To me, Matt Nagy is to uh, offense what Wiley Coyote was to catching the Roadrunner and Bugs Bunny.
4: (laughs) That's
7: what what we're dealing with. Now, talking about some of these other games on Sunday, I was contest wise I was disappointed that the Lions won. I was disappointed that the Patriots won. (laughs) I was disappointed. So there were some games that were close but didn't go my way, but it just shows that the NFL – it's truly becoming more and more every given Sunday. But I'm going to say this, the way the league, the way it looks now, I think that realistically in the NFC, it's that it'll be ultimately down between Arizona and I think Tampa Bay and in the AFC, you know, I think I realistically think it's going to be between Kansas city, Baltimore, and maybe the Patriots. I don't count Tennessee because they have too many injuries you know, Derrick Henry might be back, but Julio Jones is out. I think, uh, AJ Brown is going to be out for a while, so I don't know. But, you know, it's.
3: Well, the good thing for Tennessee is they've got their division all but one, yeah. so they don't have to go crazy to do that. So they can, you know, work people back gradually and stuff. I mean, I I don't know what the projections are on Brown and, and Jones. When, you know, when actually Julio Jones
1: is do is is eligible to come off IR this week.
3: Yeah, and they just came off a buy, so chances are if, if he's at all healthy, they'll bring him off. You know,
2: Dick, if you want to unmute, we would hear you now. Let's see. Uh, Hello, boys. There
6: hey, there is. hey, Dick. Hey, I turned the uh, beer game off at the half. It was really pathetic. But I got to <laughs> talk about this game last night. Three passes in a game. Yep. <laughs> is, is that, it, I'm sorry about that, guys.
3: <laughs> it, well, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of I heard a replay of a uh, on the Golden Age News Network that I listened to of an Army Notre Dame game. A score was tie in 1946. It was all almost all running play. Or, or, or the old Michigan. I remember Dick. The old Michigan Ohio State games oh, in the snow. Yes. You know, that's what it was like. Yeah, but but three
6: passes. Uh, that really amazed me. Um
3: but Well they, and they didn't uh, and they I'll threw two they, of them when they couldn't uh, run. You see if they kept running in the fourth quarter it might have just been the one pass they threw.
6: Maybe so. Yeah, they they you know I Buffalo, I I don't know. I think they're uh not as good as everyone thought they are.
5: And uh, Matt Jones said after the game, he didn't care how often he threw the ball or not, as long as we won.
6: That's right. I so, tend yeah. to agree with you, as far as Buffalo. Yeah,
4: I think they peaked way too early. They're not as, you know, even I thought they were good, at that good, but yeah. I think they did peak.
3: They're not as dramatically year. inconsistent as the Chargers or the Bengals, but they've been right. pretty inconsistent all year too. I think last yeah.
6: year Buffalo was, had a better year than what they're having this year. Yep. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what's but, going on there. But uh, I tell you, New England is a real surprise. Uh, I, no one expected them to be as good as they are. I mean, no, but with no. Belichick, my goodness, the guy's uh, and
3: he's brilliant. Well, uh, uh, Dick, I don't know if you were listening the day that they cut um, uh, Newton, and I said, I asked Rick, because I was in Pittsburgh at the time, I asked Rick how the parade was, uh, how they were doing, organizing the parade <laughs> for uh, Newton being gotten rid of. And, and now it turns out we might need a parade. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, you, you never know. Yeah, but, oh, you know, I, I, I say what, the rookies don't do well in Super Bowl, though.
6: I the, no, well, for
3: him to get there, uh, got, if but, you have got about the no, best coach there there was, and and Brady, Br- Brady was virtually a rookie. You know, okay, I mean he's a second yeah. year quarterback, but he he played like a half on Thanksgiving. He was a rookie. You know, really, he won as a
6: rookie. Okay. So you know, that's. No, oh, you're the, right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. You know, you
3: know, I thought he was uh, more than more than just one. No, time. he
6: was just a it half. It was his second half. year, but it was second year. It was second. Year. But he
3: he would be caught, he in play. baseball. Like okay, if we're going to count uh, the guy from Tampa Bay as a rookie this year, Brady would be thought of as a rookie. he's he, he didn't take enough snaps to, you know. That's count, right. Yeah, but know. he was second year though. Okay, so he was. He was. From, yeah. but there was
6: second, something second sitting year. and watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that second was. Year. Yeah, I, yeah the, he beat the greatest show on turf. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa no, that's that's not go, was, let's not go. I back to I, that. back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stay away from oh, that. And, uh, um, the Iowa guy um, I'm sorry I don't forget your name but I, 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 Perry. It, I mean, well, Perry, I'm sorry uh, I, yeah I, I've been a, kind of a Michigan fan for a long time because I always enjoyed listening to Bob Ufer, uh, who was kind of crazy but um, yeah. he was still fun to listen to but I thought getting that last touchdown was really tacky.
2: I, I would yeah. agree but yeah. to be yeah. fair yeah. Iowa play yeah. Iowa play
6: terrible. They did. You guys need a quarterback. You want to hug what kind of physical scooter are you in
2: there? If you get sued up there next year and uh, see what you can do. <laughs> that would be a <laughs> sight. But, you know, Hayden Fry always said when he coached at Iowa, if you have two quarterbacks on your roster that you're playing, you probably don't have any.
6: Yeah. Yep. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, you're right. You're right. And um, I tell you, Alabama – uh, I bet they really gave it to Georgia. I could not believe <laughs> it. They did oh, they gave it to them.
3: Yeah, they did. Well, the way yeah, Georgia started off, I didn't think they would. They have ten nothing there for a while. So you yeah, Nick yeah.
4: Nick
5: Saban and Bill Belichick could pull off the double. They could win the yeah, Saban right. could win the national championship. Belichick could win. Oh, the that football. that trick never works. You know, well, it every year almost. <laughs> you
6: know, well, you know, uh, with with Alabama, I, I don't give Cincinnati much of a chance. I don't know if Michigan can beat Georgia or not, but I'm sure Michigan can't beat Alabama.
2: I think uh, I think Michigan could beat Georgia.
6: Yeah, yeah they, they might. I, Georgia was not
2: very impressive. <laughs> no, but we'll hear about oh, we'll that in Chelsea. a few minutes, Chris. Who Yeah, is we'll playing go through the whole. Uh, we better whole get back bowl. to. Yeah. Okay.
5: Uh, one right. other, one other thing, Chris. Before you uh, do that, uh, Jamal, yeah. I can answer your question about the Notre Dame coach. You were asking if he was uh, black, and yes, he definitely is black. I've seen him interviewed on TV
2: this week, so okay. That uh, Chris, your I, apologize. Coach, uh, I apologize. I apologize, Chris. Yeah. Pierre has his hand up, so Pierre will will he will listen to you. Then we'll see who plays who. We'll okay. actually talk
3: to you too, Pierre. We won't just listen. Right. <laughs> we have to interrupt anyway. Go ahead, Pierre. Yeah. Maybe we won't list up here. We'll see about that.
2: <laughs> Maybe we won't. Okay, Hopefully.
3: go go ahead, Chris. All right. All right. Okay. okay. All right. I, here's I, the, I, there I got he got is. There he is. Okay.
1: Right. I, I guess it's not Cam Newton's fault that the uh, that they're they're losing because I saw yesterday where my, Matt Rule got got rid of uh, Joe Brady, his offensive yeah. coordinator.
4: Yeah. yeah. It worked so well for the Giants,
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right.
4: Well, and there's talk about him going back to college. There's a couple <laughs> of colleges that are interested in Joe Brady, I think. Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and,
1: and all we can do is, y'all make a recording, the Saints are terrible. Now just re- replay that every week.
3: <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Should we even play it like in May, just so we don't forget? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, we can do that.
4: Yeah, yeah. has yeah. been, been fixing Amazon all day, so you know. There you go. Well, okay,
3: now we'll. See we could make playing. it. We could make it our tagline for the show. We had a show here, and we had a lousy shortstop in the fifties named Don Budden, and we had a guy at the end of the show. He always said, "There's a little bit of Don Budden in all of us," and so we could just do it at the end of the show. It's just say the Saints are terrible. Yeah,
5: Yeah. okay.
3: Okay. Maybe I can do this schedule before it becomes uh, old. Uh, for Thursday, yeah, for Thursday, December 9th, we have Pittsburgh at Minnesota, 8.20 uh, p.m. on Fox and NFL Network. And, of course, all these times are Eastern. Sunday, December 12th, we have San Francisco at Cincinnati. Now, that's going to be moved to a 425 game. It's still going to be on CBS because that's where it listed originally in CBS as a doubleheader. But San Francisco will be at Cincinnati, and that will be an interesting game because, of course, yeah, both contenders, well. as we saw. Baltimore, Cleveland, 1 p.m. on CBS. Actually, right now, any uh, AFC North game is going to be uh, interesting because everybody's in it. Jacksonville, yes. Tennessee, 1 p.m. on CBS. Oh, Where'd our Thursday night Jacksonville, Tennessee game go? That used to be on every th- every <laughs> year. Okay, uh, the the Las Vegas Raiders. Let us not ignore them. We I oh. must talk about them. The Raiders are at Kansas City, and that's at 1 p.m. Another early wake up call for the Raiders. And that's <clears> a lot. New Orleans. The New Orleans at the Jets, 1 p.m. on Fox. New Orleans is terrible. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Dallas at Washington, 1 p.m. on Fox. We have Atlanta at uh, Carolina, 1 p.m. on Fox. <clears throat> Seattle at Houston, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, Detroit at Denver, 4:05 p.m. on Fox. Uh, we have the Giants at the Chargers, 4:05 4, 4 p.m. also on Fox and then we have... uh, Now, this is where all Patriots fans can unite. Last year, there was a thing about it. We're seeing too much of Brady. Brady, uh, about 10-15% to of the fans were yelling and screaming because, I'm sick of Brady. I don't want to know about Brady. Now, they can root for Brady to beat Buffalo and they'll be be able to pay attention because the Patriots aren't playing. So, they'll be... This should get good ratings around here, and I know Steve Burton and whoever's in charge of Channel 4 will get this done, put this game on. Buffalo at Tampa Bay, 425 p.m. on CBS. And this
5: will be the Jim nance Tony Romo
3: game almost yes, guaranteed. Yes, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Chicago at Green Bay, eight twenty p.m. on NBC, and we have the Monday night game, which is the Rams at Arizona, that will be a good one, eight fifteen p.m. on yeah. ESPN. And the buys are for Indianapolis, Bill Bill gets a rest, Miami, New England, I get a rest, and Philadelphia. So those are that's the schedule, and we have a okay. few quick news and notes type things as I go over here. All right, so. We have um, we have the fake uh, COVID vaccine guys, and that was Antonio Brown, uh, Mike Edwards, and a free agent, John Franklin, and they're going to get suspended. I don't know if we uh, know how long they're suspended for. Three game okay, uh, games. The- Three, three
5: games. They, they each get three games, and Perry, to answer one of your questions that you posed during the week, the free agent was originally with Tampa Bay. So there you go. Yeah, there yeah. you
3: go. And and so uh, so no Antonio for uh, for uh, Tom to throw to this week. Tomlin and Harbaugh they have met twenty seven times, and uh, Mike Tomlin has won fourteen, and Harbaugh has won thirteen. So that's kind of a, an interesting thing. And uh, and uh, Herbert has now Justin Herbert has now had fifteen three hundred yard games. And no one had had more than 10 in their uh, first two years in, since 1950. And, of course, back then they didn't throw. It's just when the yeah. statistics started. So Herbert is uh, amazing as far as, you know, putting putting up numbers. Yeah. And, uh, and Keenan Allen had 700 receptions in 111 games, and he tied Antonio Brown for that uh, statistic. So and he won't be able—he
5: won't be able to add to it this week because he's on the COVID list.
3: Do they not expect him back by they, Sunday? Uh, no, uh,
5: from what I'm hearing, they don't expect him to play on Sunday. So.
3: Okay. All right, so that's it for the NFL. Anybody got any other uh, there's NFLers? One, there's
5: one other note, Chris. Uh, speaking of Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, with the two hookups on Sunday, they've hooked up for 90 touchdowns. That's right. They they passed uh, uh, Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. The all-time record is held by Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison at 112. So there you go.
3: Long way to go for that,
1: yeah. yeah. And Tom Brady is now 10-0 against Atlanta. Yeah, they, yeah he's never right, lost too. to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, so college football, and, of course, we, we know that the playoff teams, well, we're, we're going to get to the New Year's Six, but let me run down the scores we have that were of significant. We have Alabama over Georgia 41-24. Michigan uh, killed Iowa 42-3, as we discussed. Cincinnati beat Houston 35-20. Baylor beat Oklahoma State 21 to 16 and I listened to a bunch of like the second half of the well more than that actually and it was like a one inch line game very similar to the uh, San yes. Francisco game went right down to the goal line Oklahoma State yes. could have won that they were down 21 to 3 and uh, and almost pulled it off uh, let's see we got um, Utah over Oregon 38 to 10 on Friday night Pitt beat uh, Wake Forest 45 21 now I predicted a shootout in that game and after the first quarter it was 21 21 but then that was it for Wake Forest they didn't score again and Pitt kept going but it took them to late in the third quarter to get beyond three points. They were 24-21 for quite a while and then they pulled away. Uh, let's see. Then we have uh, Cal over USC 24-14 and, and the only reason I mentioned is USC 4 and 8 their worst record in uh for in 30 years. So and Utah State beat uh, uh who no, Western State. Kentucky uh 40 no, no, Utah State
4: beat Utah State beat San Diego State
3: 46-13. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and Northern Illinois UCS beat FSA. Kent State. Yeah, Utah yeah. yeah. beat Western Kentucky forty nine forty one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's what happened. Okay, and then uh, Northern Illinois State forty one twenty three, and uh, and you just gave the Mountain West uh, title there for uh, Utah State. So for the, the we will have the bowls in a minute, all the bowls, but I, I'm just going to highlight the New Year's six. Uh, on thursday night the 30th at seven o'clock at the peach bowl Pitt is going to meet michigan state and then in the cotton bowl it's going to be cincinnati and alabama 330 on new year's eve day the friday and uh, that's in the cotton bowl so cincinnati at alabama orange bowl georgia at michigan and that's uh, a yeah, that's at 7.30 uh, on New Year's night. So we'll see if they get them done early enough. As I said earlier, there'll be fewer fights in, uh, you know, couples fighting in Cincinnati and Alabama because it's not going to mess up the games. I guess they figure Michigan and Georgia, maybe they have a better marriage reconciliation rates or something. <laughs> okay, and then for uh, for the uh, Fiesta Bowl, we have Oklahoma State against Notre Dame, and that's at 1 p.m. on New Year's Day. Then at 5, of course, the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. I never get to say that, so I thought I would. Utah, Utah. Ohio Ohio State at uh and then the Sugar Bowl is at eight forty five Baylor and Mississippi. And then we have uh I guess that oh we do have a couple it, of news well, and notes. Was, Let me do why don't we do the news and notes and then we can do the bowl. Marcus Freeman uh was hired at Notre Dame and he's the def and uh he's uh
4: He's, he's a defensive easy. coordinator at Notre Dame. Uh he came in last year. He was Luke Fickle's defensive coordinator at Cincinnati. Right. And they were he's the one that they were really behind. They were pushing. The offensive coordinator is staying with him. So along with the tight end coach, the the special teams coach, defensive back coach, a lot of the coaching staff is staying with him. They're not going with Brian Kelly. Oh, mm-hmm. Or should I say with, with Brian Kelly? Brian okay. Kelly had that
3: accent. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, we know somebody else who does that who's not yeah. from the South originally. And then we have uh Brent Venable, defensive coordinator at Clemson, he's going to be the Oklahoma head coach. What is the thought down there about that?
4: Well, that's the guy that Soups wanted, and that's the guy that a lot of people there wanted. A lot of former players wanted him. Eat. You know, he worked for Oklahoma. He was a graduate assistant. He played, and that is one of the places that Joe Brady could be. That's he's one of the guys that could be rumored to go there as their offensive coordinator, along with the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss. Uh, mm-hmm. Name escapes me. Uh, those are the two. Okay, him, so.
3: and the last one that I have is Mario Cristobal uh, to Miami as the head coach from Oregon, a former Miami player. So those that's the yeah. They they had
4: back. a. Yeah, they fired Manny Diaz on Sunday, and they already had him named on Monday, so they already knew they wanted him. So right? that's right. And, yeah. Okay, so and I guess really, to let you know, so, of course, if you haven't figured out, Cincinnati is four, Alabama is one, Michigan is two, Georgia is three. Yeah, so, yeah think
3: that's, that's right. You know, I but, forgot yeah. to mention that. Yeah. So
2: now okay, let us hear the entire bowl schedule uh, bill in its entirety for the bowls. Three.
0: Here is your complete bowl schedule for this year. There are 44 bowls when we begin Friday, December 17th. Bahamas Bowl, Middle Tennessee and Toledo, noon Eastern ESPN. All times are Eastern, by the way. The Tail Greeter Cure Bowl, Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina, 6 p.m. ESPN 2, Saturday, December 18th. RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, Western Kentucky and Appalachian State, 11 a.m. ESPN, Cricket Celebration Bowl, South Carolina State, Jackson State, Noon ABC, P-U-G-B Mobile New Mexico Bowl, UTEP and Fresno State, 2.15 p.m. ESPN. Radiance Technology Independence Bowl, UAB and BYU, 330 ABC, Lending Tree Bowl, Eastern Michigan and Liberty, 545 ESPN, Jimmy Kimmel, LA Bowl, Utah State and Oregon State, 730 PM ABC, RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Louisiana and Marshall, nine fifteen ESPN. Monday, december twentieth, Myrtle Beach Bowl, Old Dominion Tulsa, two thirty PM ESPN. Tuesday, december twenty first, famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Kent State, Wyoming, three thirty ESPN. Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. UTSA and San Diego State, 7.30 p.m. ESPN. Wednesday, December 22nd, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Missouri and Army, 8 p.m. ESPN. Thursday, December 23rd, Frisco Football Classic, North Texas, Miami of Ohio, 3.30 p.m. ESPN. U- uh, Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl, UCF, and Florida, 7 p.m. ESPN, Friday, December 24th, Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, Memphis and Hawaii, 8 p.m. ESPN, Saturday, December 25th, Tax Act Camellia Bowl, Georgia State and Ball State, 2.30 ESPN, Monday, December 27th, Quick Lane Bowl, Western Michigan and Nevada, 11 a.m. ESPN, Military, Military Bowl, presented by Periton, Boston College in East Carolina, 2.30 p.m. ESPN, Tuesday, December 28th, Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, Houston and Auburn, noon ESPN, SurPro First Responder Bowl, Air Force Louisville, 315 ESPN, AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Mississippi State, Texas Tech, 645 ESPN. San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, UCLA and NC State, 8 p.m., Fox. Guaranteed Rate Bowl, West Virginia, Minnesota, 1015 p.m., ESPN. Wednesday, December 29th, Wasabi Fenway Bowl, SMU and Virginia, 11 a.m., ESPN. New Era Penn State Bowl, Maryland and Virginia Tech, 2:15 ESPN. Cheez It Bowl, Clemson and Iowa State, 5:45 ESPN. Valero Alamo Bowl, Oregon and Oklahoma, 9:15 ESPN. Thursday, December 30th, Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina, South Carolina, 11:30 a.m. ESPN. TransPerfect Music City Bowl, Tennessee and Purdue, 3 p.m. ESPN, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Michigan State, Pittsburgh, 7 p.m. ESPN, SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, Wisconsin, Arizona State, 10.30 ESPN, Friday, December 31st, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Wake Forest, Texas A&M, 11 a.m. ESPN. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Washington State, Miami, 1230 CBS. Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Central Michigan, Boise State, 2 p.m. There is apparently no TV on that one. Uh, CFP Semifinal, Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, number four Cincinnati, number one Alabama, 330 ESPN. CFP Semifinal, Capital One Orange Bowl, number three, Georgia, number two, Michigan, 7.30, ESPN. Saturday, January 1st, Outback Bowl, Penn State, Arkansas, noon, ES- noon ESPN 2, the Citrus Bowl, Iowa, Kentucky, 1 p.m. ABC, PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Notre Dame-Oklahoma State, 1 p.m. ESPN. Rose Bowl game, Ohio State and Utah, 5 p.m. ESPN. All-State Sugar Bowl, Ole Miss and Baylor, 845 ESPN. Tuesday, January 4th, Texas Bowl, LSU-Kansas State, 9 p.m. ESPN. Monday, January 10th, CFP National Championship presented by AT&T. 8 p.m. ESPN. That is your complete bowl schedule.
3: My favorite bowl there is the alphabet soup bowl between UAB and BYU. (laughs) Yeah. cool. I just... just to clarify, the Barstool
4: Sports Arizona Bowl with Central Michigan and Boise State is streaming on Barstool Sports. They sponsored it, and so they could get exclusive rights to run it. You have to go there to watch it. Yeah, and Tony, the Tiger Bowl should be great.
3: It should be great. Yeah. And, and not only that, but uh, since it's New Year's afternoon, you get to sit on a barstool wherever you watch it. You have <laughs> yeah, to sit on true. a barstool. Yeah. New Year's with this new technology, they can watch you. And if you're not sitting yeah. on a barstool, you'll have bad reception. Yeah. So.
5: and one of yeah. This, this week on Saturday is the uh, traditional Army and Navy game, by the way. So,
3: That's right. And, but I asked Miss A, because I was thinking about this, and who could come here to play. I thought maybe B.C. would be in that first uh, you, know, you know bowl at Fenway Park. And so I asked uh, what Army's record was. So I was kind of thinking about that. I knew they were decent. And I thought maybe they'd come up here and play them. The Army is 5-6 and six right now. So they must have told them this is the Armed Forces Bowl, that no matter whether they beat Navy or not, because they wouldn't qualify if they don't beat Navy. But Miss A says they're 5-6, so. I don't know. No, they're six and six. You know, they right. are five and
4: six, no but they, I think they're, yeah, I don't know how. No, I think yeah. they're six and five. They're six and five. Well,
3: she said they were five and six, so I don't know. But don't they, know. they put them in that armed forces bowl because they're the armed forces. I don't
1: know. Uh, but, anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, we yep. we have to. It just reminded me when I heard Perry mention uh, UCF. We got to straighten out some inf- uh, misinformation we gave out last week that was kind of important. That halfback for UCF, Otis Anderson Jr., that was shot and killed by his father, was not the son of Otis Anderson that played for the Giants.
5: Okay, was like, All so, right. totally okay, different so, yeah.
3: person. Yeah, okay. All right. So that's it for college football, baseball. I guess. We on to baseball. We got a few notes here. And the important thing, and Perry, why don't you why don't you talk about this? The big story of course is that we're having the lockout. So teams, so we will still have some baseball news cuz teams can make moves as far as front office moves, manager moves, coaching moves, all that, right? It's just the players right. can't be involved. And
2: there are two right. managerial openings, the A's and the Mets that uh, they're trying to fill at this point. And the thing with the lockout is And I know a lot of people are, you know, unhappy that there's a lockout. I think we all agree, but it's not. You don't want to freak out about it until we get past the Super Bowl. If we get past the Super Bowl and you still hear they're worlds and miles apart and they're not meeting and this and this, then you might get nervous. But until then, it really doesn't mean much yet.
3: Right. Okay. So we had a few kind of last-minute uh, things because the lockout started midnight on Thursday morning. So uh, so we had uh, Mark Melanson signed two years for $14 million with Arizona as their closer. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here? I'm skipping over what you just said. Uh, Marcus Stroman for the Cubs, three years for $71 million. You were pretty happy about that, Perry.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good move for the Cubs. And uh, by the way, you know, we always hear that ex-like uh, Ken Rosenthal or John Heyman or whoever wrote the story, Marcus Stroman broke the story of his own signing. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, if, if, hey, if, if, if they technically call this podcast and us here on The Legend in the media, if anybody can be in the media, so why not Marcus that's Stroman? Right. You know? That's right. Okay. Chris Taylor, four years for $60 million, uh, to stay with the Dodgers. Um, Hunter Renfrew. Okay, this is what Rick was not happy about. Hunter Renfro to Milwaukee and Jackie Bradley coming back to the Red Sox. And it's a question of if you think you have enough, uh, and a couple or of offense. minor
2: leaguers too. Chris going to Milwaukee, yes. yes.
3: And I, th- I think I kind of heard they're pretty good prospects. So you know they did have to make up the disparity on. And Bradley didn't play very much for them last year. Renfro played a lot more for the Red Sox, but he really didn't do well in the postseason. I I don't know whether there was uh, an issue with that yeah, or what. Had, but he had a
1: lot of defensive, I mean, he had he had a great year with throwing runners out, but yes. defensively in the playoffs he was
3: awful. he was. Yes, I mean, he was. The, the
1: best play he made in the playoffs was when the ball accidentally hit off him and went into the seats on that ground rule double that
3: saved them that time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Chris Hill is coming back to the Red Sox from Milton, uh, rich Massachusetts. Hill. Rich Hill. Rich, uh, rich Hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote Chris. I don't know why. One year for, uh, I don't know how much, but he's coming back to the Red Sox. And uh, he was here before. <clears throat> he was here in one of their bad years, so nobody even hardly noticed it. But he, he is a Milton native, so that's yeah. good. And I this think is going he's getting $8 would,
5: million, and with incentives, Chris, it could go up to thirteen. Ja- million.
3: With Jackie Bradley and Chris Hill coming back, Joe's already had Red. a happy Christmas. He's, he's rich, yeah. Yes, they keep doing this. Rich Hill coming back. He's always had a uh, he's already had a happy Christmas. He loves these guys. Yeah. Uh James Paxton also signing with the Red Sox, but I guess he's injured, so we'll get him when we get him. And uh, okay, so now I guess we got the Hall of Famers to run through.
2: Before you before you do that, Chris, one thing that di- that we reported a few weeks ago that, that happened, but apparently it is not official yet. Justin Verlander is still a free agent. His deal with the Astros is not official it did not get signed before uh-huh. the lockout started so by uh, definition uh, he is still a free agent okay
5: and from and from what i'm hearing apparently there's a problem with his physical
3: so okay well that could change too and he may have some time to heal however he won't be able to be somewhere to work out like he might have or have training supervision if he could have to do
2: remember with the lockout you lose you lose right. access to all team going. facilities yeah.
3: Yep. Right, yep. and and there were issues in uh, you know other uh, delays in, in seasons where people well if so and if they, we hadn't had this delay, but now so and so is out for the year because he couldn't get into you know or didn't have the surgery, blah blah blah. We've had that in other sports. So <clears throat> okay, so we have some Hall of Famers that were announced the other day, and if you want to get the get the information on that, go to board nine on seven one two four three two three six four two because there's a nine minute thing that uh, Perry put up. A whole ceremony explaining more of the details. I've got some thumbnails here, but there's a lot more there, so right. uh, this committee put in put in four people I think it was from between nineteen fifty and sixty nine and right. my thought about them all of them i said, and I kind of knew that it was true because I'd heard other times, but these guys weren't already in that's the way I, what I said about these guys uh Gil Hodget uh, from the Dodgers and the Mets. Uh, and then, you know, and of course, the Mets manager is going in as a player. But uh, he, at the time, in many years when we were young, Rick, they used to always tell us he was the all-time uh, Grand Slam leader in the National yep. League. You remember hearing that? So, yep. you know, he wasn't in. Jim Cott from, uh, played in baseball from 59 through 82 for many teams. 83. And, uh, 83 yeah and uh mini minoso uh and, and he played now it was a gimmick they played him in five he did play in the 40s 50s and 60s but they also had him play uh, one game in the 70s one in the 80s say so he played in five decades yeah, i mean it was a great. little more legitimate for uh ted williams to play in the four than it was for minoso but he had a little right. mostly with the white Sox. very good player and uh and he also played the negro league before that and uh let's see and uh let's see uh there's no well, Tony, Oliva. Yeah. Tony, Oliva, Tony Oliva 15 yeah. years with Minnesota and uh, he won he's the first player to ever win the batting title in his first two years in baseball so that's pretty good and then uh and Bud Fowler was the first uh, this is in the uh older group before that before 1950 Bud Fowler was the first black professional player and then and he played in the 1960 uh 19th century and Buck O'Neill who we were always hearing about uh he's yep. now going to finally get in uh as a a player from the first uh, he he was also the first black coach for the Cubs in 1962 and then uh, he founded the uh, Negro League Museum so he's an important contributor too
5: and uh, Dick Allen apparently Chris missed by one vote or he, he would have been
3: in also Okay. No. Well, uh, I don't know. He—he, he, I don't think he was the most uh, popular guy with the media, and whether no. that had anything to do with it or what. But these weren't media people; these were baseball people. I think there was some media involved, but yeah. Okay, we ready for the NBA? We are. Yep. Okay. All right. Here's the standings in the East. And what you're seeing is now things, a little separation with some of these. We have the top three and then a big mishmash from about four to 11 or 12. We'll see how it goes here. Brooklyn is 16 and seven. Number two, the Bulls are 17 and eight. Milwaukee, 16 and nine. Remember, they were struggling, but they've really put it together lately. But then we start going down. We have Miami, 14 and 11. Washington, 14 and 11. Celtics now sixth at 13 and 11. Philadelphia, 13 and 11. Charlotte, 14 and 12. Cleveland. Cleveland 13 and 12 Atlanta 13 and 12 the Knicks are 11 and 12 and Toronto 11 and 13 that's the that's a long way down you know not much distance between those all those teams then we have a little further back Indiana 10 and 16 Orlando 5 and 20 and Detroit uh, uh, 4 and 20. And then 4 and 19, I'm sorry, in the West. And we have a big separation, of course, the top two Golden State 20 and 4, Phoenix 20 and 4, Utah 16 and 7. And then we go to Memphis is fourth now at 14 and 10. The Clippers are 13 and 12, Dallas 11 and 11, the Lakers 12 and 12. Denver eleven and twelve, Minnesota eleven and thirteen, Portland eleven and fourteen, Sacramento ten and fourteen, San Antonio eight and fourteen, Houston seven and sixteen, OKC seven and sixteen, and New Orleans seven and nineteen. So there you go for for those. And you know, I, I guess the the big the injury we were going back and forth because we couldn't really get. There's some kind of a uh, an abdominal strain that Damian Lillard has. And he is out uh, for an undisclosed amount of time. But there was this, the thought: is it might be? It's a, oh, it's a domino tendon, tendinopathy. tendinopathy. Yeah, tendinopathy. that's what it is. Yeah. And uh, should he be leaving Portland anyway? I mean, the, the, they just fired, and that's the other note with Portland. Of course, they just fired their general manager. That workplace. Uh, uh, yeah, Investigation got over, and so uh, you know. But the thing is, they're they're going to be probably uh, rebuilding, and this is a kind of a time where you you try to load up and get get some draft mm-hmm. choices and do all that stuff. And,
5: yeah. if you, and if you and if you trade for Damian Lillard, you have him for the next three years.
4: Well, all yeah. that that's getting into another story that I have. Speaking of it's all a lot of Portland because Damian Lillard, you know, he's not on the injured list, which you got to be on in ten days on the injured list. Yeah. So they haven't put him. So it is indefinite and. You know, like I said, you know, he's, he's out. We'll see where he goes. And also, like, you yeah, Neil O'Shea, for those of you that are wondering, he's a GM. He, the And they investigated. It was workplace. It was not sexual harassment or anything. It was bullying and, you know, unfriendly environments. I think he was bullying players and trying to get uh, things done there. He was there for 10 years. They let him go. And speaking of Portland, Damian Lillard issued a statement yesterday or last night, I guess, out there that said, he would love to play with Ben Simmons. Now, here's the thing. In <laughs> Portland. In Portland. So, Portland would have to trade for Ben Simmons, which means he does not want to leave Portland. He wants people there yeah. with him. Yeah. He, does, he, does, he pretty much just said, I'm staying in Portland. It was when LeBron James and all those tried to recruit him to the Lakers. And he's like, no. I'm staying here. And speaking of LeBron James, he had a false positive uh, COVID test at the set of the game, and then he came back, and apparently he wasn't happy with the fact that it was listed as a false positive, and saying why why aren't we getting this right? And yeah, you know, LeBron kind
3: of had a little fit there, but uh, okay. Yeah, and the other NBA note that I think is worth mentioning uh, the other night: Memphis beat Oklahoma City one fifty-two to seventy-nine. <laughs> that is the biggest margin of NBA history for victory. So that, that 73, is... points. Yeah. Yep.
4: seventy-three points, yep. and Steph Curry is fifteen three pointers away from breaking Ray Allen's record for right, yeah, and.
5: Uh, uh he uh, they play uh they play Portland tomorrow night at home and mm-hmm. then they start a very long east coast trip and the first game is Saturday night in Philadelphia where his brother plays for the 76ers okay so, yeah. so he uh, if he doesn't break it on Wednesday he'll he'll uh, make it a family affair and do it on Saturday night okay. so there you go
3: all right. So, any other uh, NBA thoughts at this point? No, no. But NBA. let's okay. uh,
2: go, uh, David. USF is with us, David. We can, okay. uh, if you want to unmute, we will, we will be able to hear you. All right. He wants okay. to unmute. I know. Good there he is. There he, is. Good
8: Good he afternoon, is. Gentlemen, hey. Um, I have a couple of notes here for you. Um, first of all, regarding the UCLA, the recently canceled. UCLA Washington basketball game. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm right here. I'm busy here. Hold on. There we go. Okay, I'm ready. Just walk time. <laughs> ready to go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, regarding the uh, recently canceled UCLA Washington game, basketball game, it uh, was canceled because of COVID issues on Washington's side. Uh, actually, the game uh, has been uh, forfeited. Washington had to, for per- Pac 12 rules, Washington had to forfeit the game because they couldn't agree on a new date because of the COVID issues, and uh, so UCLA gets a forfeit win for that game.
3: Now, uh, do you know because we had a story earlier in the week that it wouldn't count that the NCAA tournament committee would not look at it as a, a game that's uh, you know in play? So you know that is correct. Case, that's right? what
2: that's what they said. That
3: is correct. Right. That's right. That but for Pac-12 PAC, PAC purposes, well. yeah, for Pac-12 purposes, it's a win for uh, UCLA. Okay.
8: Yeah, it is. So that's how it works out there. Okay. Uh, And the other story I was going to mention, here it is, um, about Bob Baffert. A story came out over the weekend that a little blurb I just saw. Uh, Trainer Bob Baffert said there is proof that Medina spirit was not injected with beta beta methadone, but instead given it through an ointment, which is not a rules violation. So that's what Bob Baffert is claiming, that Medina spirit – uh was in, was not in
2: check-tip. he was was through an ointment so well
3: now that, see this is really sad that he died because now he can't testify
2: that's right <laughs> <laughs> and that might that <laughs> might also that might also tell us why for some reason the kentucky derby is still under investigation right
8: right yeah, yeah. yes yeah. it is so according to bob effort that's what he says but uh mm-hmm. we'll see how it all comes out of mm-hmm. in the investigation i don't know how uh Bob Rafford were able to prove that, that uh, yeah, the spirit was rubbed with an ointment. Instead yeah, of I don't know how he proved that. Yeah, so, yeah <laughs> so it'll be interesting. So anyway, that's all I got for this week. Okay, great, okay, David. Thank,
3: thank you, David. David. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay, have we got any other callers, Perry, or are we ready to go to college basketball?
2: Uh, we do not have any callers. Okay,
3: okay. Uh, so uh, uh, I think uh, we've had uh, – we already – that was the big story. The one thing we were going to talk about was that Washington-UCLA business, so David took care of that, and that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> that was new information, as, as we heard. And so, uh, uh, Sean, you were talking about uh, Duke, something about Duke uh, beating uh, – was it they beat Gonzaga today, or, or what happened with that? Well, that was that was,
4: that was last week. We, talk, that yeah. was, we yeah. talked about
3: we that did last talk about week. That too, but, we Duke, but then Duke turned around and lost this
4: week. The, the Jinx are being number one. You yes. turn around, they, they got number one, and they – it, it happens every year you're number one and then then right after you get number yeah. one you lose because Gonzaga yeah. was number one all year they had beaten Texas beat UCLA then they lost to Duke and then they lost again uh yep. you know, no, lost my favorite thing like
3: I always say about college basketball is you play two games a week so Saturday yeah. they'll say number one so-and-so uh, beat yeah. so-and-so but they'd already lost Wednesday so and you know tonight, they're not number one anymore
4: and t- tonight is the Jimmy V classic and in the middle at around 9, 9.15 Eastern, that's something, if you want to watch, they always replay Jim Valvano's speech. Oh, yeah. Right? You yeah, know, Jimmy V. So if you want to get lifted, but but yeah, you had the Big Ten ACC challenge going. Uh, yeah, that's
3: right. Some the Big Ten won at eight eight to six. They won those. Uh, the you got challenge. some
4: conference. You got some just playing conference play right now. And what they're doing, one I heard is because they're getting conference games in while the students are still there, and then they'll play non-conference because traditionally conference always starts during the Christmas break, Christmas New Year's, and that you know in the past, and students are gone for a lot of those. So the Big Ten and the ACC are looking at it, going hey, we'll play some non-conference games in that time, and then we'll wait where, like, the Big 12 is starting conference play after traditional time, you know, right around New Year's the way they do it. So it's kind of they're shifting it a little bit, having conference and going to non-conference and then going back to conference when the
3: students come back to school. Isn't there some sort of Big 12, Big East uh, thing coming up? Yeah, you know, it's been going fun? on the last
4: few days. Uh, te- uh, it's been going – it's not on one night. It's spread out over, like, a week and a half, but they're, they're playing them on different nights. Like, Texas goes up and plays Seton Hall on Thursday. Kansas at St. John's. It's kind of one it's not all like on the two or three day deal like they do with the big Big 10 10 A C or the uh, big 12 SEC that they do. It's all on Saturday in January. It's not like that one. It's just like one game here, one game there, but it's over about a 10 day period. And you're going to start seeing – I'm kind of slowing down on college basketball because uh, for a few days while well, they have final coming up. So yep. anyway, but that's, that's all right. I have on college. Okay.
2: Basketball, so. All right. Let me, there's one really quick one, Chris, that I'll, that I'll throw in oh, yeah. here. Go ahead. Um, we, we all know that COVID is a very serious thing and it is. And apparently you can have very rare cases. And, and that is the case with Austin Fife, who is one of Northern Iowa's best, better players. He had it this summer and, was trying to play through, but he was having trouble catching his breath. So what they figured out is that um, he had this rare case, and it got deep into his lungs. And now they're figuring out how they can fix that to so where he'll be able to play and and, and this and this. But um, you know, so that is that that could impact the Missouri Valley standings because they were supposed <coughs> to be one of the better teams in that league this year.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if he if he's one of their better players than this. He would saying. be their
2: se- he would be their second best player. Yes.
3: Yeah. Okay. So hopefully, maybe for tournament time, you know, whether we, since it's an unknown condition, maybe a rest will will do him good, and maybe he'll be okay in a couple of months. And they have ten.
2: Day, they have play. like nine days off now, so they're they're you know figuring if there's any way he can play through it or in what have. You.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. NHL, the Atlantic Division. We have Florida with 37, Toronto 36, Tampa Bay 34, Detroit 29, Bruins are 25. And again, still playing four or five games less than everybody else. Buffalo 19, Montreal 15, and Ottawa 15. So uh, Ottawa is making their charge, trying to catch those Canadians. In the Metropolitan Division, we have Washington 38, the Rangers 35, Carolina 33, Pittsburgh 29, Columbus, 26. New Jersey, 23, Philadelphia, 20, and the Islanders, 15. And uh, they are in the same, because of their COVID postponements, they're in about the same boat as the Bruins, but they've got a lot fewer points than the Bruins. So they've got, a, uh, you know, with that, that long road trip and then the COVID, they've got a lot to overcome. Uh,
5: just, speaking of the Islanders, Chris, uh just Well, let's get, to Robert, call. let's get through the standings let's first, and then we'll
2: okay.
3: speak about uh, it. Uh, yeah, right. only be a minute or so. Hold okay. that thought, Robert. Central right. Division, Minnesota, 35, and they're, they've got a big lead. There's the biggest lead on the board here. 35. But then look at this Colorado, 28. Winnipeg, 28. St. Louis, 28. Dallas, 28. Nashville, 27. That is weird. Chicago, 20. And um, Arizona, 12. Arizona is the worst team in the league right now. And in the Pacific Division, we have Calgary at 35. Edmonton, 32. Anaheim, 31. Vegas is at 28. San Jose, 27. The Kings are 24. Seattle, 20. Vancouver, 20. What is it, Robert?
5: Uh, (laughs) uh, I was going to say about the Islanders. uh, Today they rescheduled the Islanders-Rangers game that was camped for St. Patrick today, so there you go.
3: That'll be a good – in the old days, you could have a nice fight and everything. Now you can't do that anymore. It's kind of sad. But Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so we had a few uh, news and notes things, and uh, Robert can comment if he's got anything to say. Uh, Vancouver okay. fired um, Travis uh, Green and replaced him uh, with uh, Bruce Boudreau as head coach, and then yep. they fired their general manager, did they not? Jim Benning. Yeah.
5: They basically cleaned out their front office from what I understand. Um, so they are, uh, they're looking to rebuild their front office and because they're not happy with the start they got off to, they've only won nine games, including last night, nine, fifteen and two. So. Right. Um, last so, year you didn't see anybody get fired during the during the, the shortened season. This year the NHL has ma- made up for it big time. So,
3: then the 4 GM openings that are, you know, there's interim people of course holding the job, but like, Anaheim, Chicago, Montreal and uh no, Vancouver. three and Vancouver now. Yeah, so yeah. there's four. So, so that, and, you know, yeah,
5: and uh, and then this week we had the coach firing in Vancouver. We had the coach firing in Philadelphia. So
3: yeah, Elaine you know. so uh, Vigneault out along with uh, the Michelle uh, Terrian, Michelle Michelle Terrian is his assistant, and the new yeah. head is Mike Yo. Mike Yo, yep. Coached mm-hmm. uh, for Minnesota before. That's correct. And, uh, so let's see any any other NHL stuff, Robert.
5: Uh, no, that's that's all I had for this week. How about
3: you, Rick? Anything on your side for NHL? Oh, not really. I mean, I mean, for the Bruins has asked
1: for a trade. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really understand this whole too harassing. He was actually no. Practicing so tell, tell what's with going the team going on the other day. Well, he's a free agent, um, but he was actually practicing with the team the other day, and he was designated as their emergency goaltender. Uh, to me, that I mean, when you're not with the team and practicing with that, to me, that's a that could be a big insurance problem.
5: I don't well, know. Rick, he's basically told his agent, and this has been all over the globe whenever they talk about it, he told his agent, apparently other teams are calling about him, and he's told his agent, I'm only going to play in Boston, and that's it. So, But I don't see and, how the bro.
1: I mean, they're, they're paying the new guy, and I can't even think of his name, the guy, Omar. Omar, they pay, they're paying him $5 million a year. And yeah. so I don't, see, I don't see how they can. They've got to play him. I don't think they can trade him. I don't think anybody's going to take that contract.
5: No. Then, uh, you know. So are you I'm going just, to get rid of, You're going to send the rookie down? I don't. That yeah. Make uh, I'm sense. just no. telling you what the Globe has reported, Rick. So
3: yeah. No, I know. Go. I'm just saying it. No, that's what that's on part, part but a he's thing. trying to understand the Bruins side of it. Is what he's he uh, that
5: That's a question you have to ask Don Sweeney or Cam, uh, Cam Neely because yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, I think it would made a
1: lot more sense to go with go with the rookie not you know not trade for the I'm not signing this Buffalo goaltender and then you know and they could have had Voltar you know too and then they could have used that five million for a defenseman that they need big time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're going, now they're going on the West. I don't know if there's anything in the Garden or what, but both the Celtics and Bruins yeah, are on the, on the
1: West Coast. I don't know what
3: yeah. they are. I'm not hearing ads for anything, so I don't know what's no. going on. But they're, the they're of you know, on And, ice, and you know. know, there's not as many arena shows in general. You don't have the well, circus no anymore. Circus. Yeah. No more circus. Right. You, no. you have, just have the ice. Uh, what is it? The ice. Uh, Disney I on ice. Know. Yeah. That's about yeah, it.
5: Well. Yeah. And then uh, well I I don't know how active con- uh, con- uh, concerts are nowadays with with covid I don't know oh, if going... concerts are coming back yeah concerts. Oh yeah we have some concerts.
2: concerts but, but
3: okay. you don't have to be gone for 2 weeks like you did with circuses no. an no. you know? you know? and ice shows you
2: What <laughs> I'm I'm sorry Perry what Any other hockey news I don't have any. No. Okay. I guess all that's right. it. Well, shot. All right, folks.
4: Let y'all know, first of all, hopefully, you'll be able to listen tomorrow. Maybe Pierre will have, the pr- have everything fixed. And remember, <laughs> Bill them, Perry and friends at 1 yeah. p.m. Eastern on the Worldwide Legend. And those of you that were able to listen, whether it be the phone or computer, thank you. But remember, tell your friends who were unable to get on with their Google, their Amazon, all that. They can download the podcast, legendoldies.com. They can type in Sports Lounge Live in the podcatcher to get it delivered to us. Or tell your smart device when it works to play <laughs> Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts, or Sports Lounge Live podcast from TuneIn, or go to seven seven three five seven two three thousand six option number nine. So there you go. See you later, folks.